Okay, Google, show me memes for bro, do you even lift? She doesn't understand, but she's Google. She has all of those pictures on there. I've seen them before. Oh, hi, it is Bren, your host. Why am I saying in that weird voice? I don't know, but um, you're back. I'm back. It's 52 self-care Sundays. Um, I'm here with Philip tonight to discuss whether um, men and women um, have different self-care needs or just like people generally, um, have all the same kinds of needs and why are we being marketed to specifically as women need these kinds of floofy, froofy spa, dreamboat, bath time routines <laughs> versus men who need like, I don't know, men's self-care, lifting and things like that. Yeah, show the muscle. Anyway, so we watched a panel discussion um, about men's self-care routines, and we talked about it. So here you go. Enjoy. Own your day, own your life. Is the name of a book by this guy on a panel we just watched. Right. Aubrey Marcus. Aubrey his name Marcus. Was. Yeah, so Philip and I just um, doing a bit of research, watched a um, panel discussion at South by Southwest, which we formerly thought was a music festival. music festival. I don't know if this is a different one, but it was a panel led by Men's Health Magazine um, called uh, The State of Men. And self-care, or like something along those lines. I'm sure if you Google that, you will come up with what we what we just watched. Um, but yeah, bro, do you even self-care is the title of this episode. Because I was curious when I received a, a link in my um, feed, because my phone listens to everything that I say. Like it listens to all of you guys, you know how it is. Um, but Google suggested this article from Psychology Today that was like, you know, men are becoming more aware of self-care. And I was like, is there a different kind of self-care for men? Like, what's that all about? So, um, you know, my co-host happens to be a man. And I thought, wonder if there are differences in the way that, I guess, men are kind of being talked to about self-care in media or if there's like even a... I don't know, a difference. Yeah, I think there's, there's probably a different discussion. Uh, and then there's the t- typical old school kind of men uh, descriptive that, or persona that mm-hmm. um, would have a different reaction to self-care. But I think uh, at the end of the day, self-care means the same thing for everyone, right? It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a female. Or uh, non-binary uh, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think every individual need the same kind of um, self care to take care of their mind, take care of their body, take care of their health. Uh, we're all the same species at the yeah. end of the day, right? Yeah. Well, I think that the panel. I was hoping, like, because the, the the article led me to the panel discussion. Because the doctor that was um, 
he a psychologist that was that wrote the actual article called why men are falling in love with self-care um and the physician was uh, gregory scott brown yeah so he's when he wrote the article just about how men are kind of all apparently in the last five years are really ramping up their um self-care game yeah their routines um and referencing in the article things like um what 40 women are 40 percent more likely to go um seek mental health support for depression for things for yeah exactly Mm -hmm. for depression but that men or three times is like more likely to commit commit suicide, suicide right which is like super scary but like i think the the numbers there um are sort of indicative of like maybe women are more willing to speak up when they're yeah i think Typically, men uh, won't admit when they, they need help or they'll want a quick fix. Uh, like, if they injure themselves, you know, they'll, um, you know, they won't admit it to themselves. They'll keep working and keep working out and, you know. Or they'll just be like, forget it, I, I broke my whatever and or this this is this too strenuous or and then they'll just kind of fall off the workout wagon. Right. We know people in our lives that are like all go, go, go or nothing. Like, or nothing. we just can't yeah. do mm-hmm. it. And then for the brain, I think uh, a man like doesn't allow himself to be exhausted. You know, it's like I, I go wake up early, I work all day. You know, and then uh, yeah. But that's typical. Man. I think yeah. it's changing. Men are, are becoming a little more uh, aware of themselves. Well, I guess it's maybe the social social sort of norms around what what it, t- it takes to kind of come across as a. I don't know. I think everything's kind of mellowing out and blurring and, and there's no need to sort of fit into like one bucket or another of this is what a woman does this is what a man does is what I don't think that that's like even relevant anymore. So it's just interesting because I was wondering why they would still feel the need to put an article out there. But then when you think about it, all the articles that I'm getting are like, so woman, 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 yeah. like, oh, women need this kind of self-care. And so it was interesting to see the panel because... They had a guy, um, the guy talking about mental health, and then there was another, uh, an owner of like this experimental spa, it sounded like, kind of like, maybe a little bit like in Canada, there's the Scandinav spa, right. sort of just like, I don't know, I forget, I think it's called Mirabelle or something, it was in yeah, Texas? Yeah, uh, they have a few, I think it's uh, it's owned by Hyatt. Um Anyway, so he's kind of representing the more spa treatment um, version of the self-care stuff, yeah. but also mindfulness, like really heavy focus on mindfulness. And then the third, well, there's four panelists. There was the moderator was the guy from Men's Health Magazine. And then the, the, the third guy on the panel um, was like a gym fitness guy. But he also wrote this book that own your day, own your life. Right. And though he dropped a few F-bombs <laughs> in what he was saying, like he was a bit like he had kind of like a gym, like either you're going to eat a good meal or you're going to like go to the gym and have a good workout. But then he also had some really interesting like Yeah, he's really insight. in tune with, uh, you know, like listening to your body and listening what you need now. And it's not necessarily things that you need to spend money on. You don't necessarily need to like go do suspension meditation in the spa. You could just take those six breaths and... You know, like your your body will um will realign. Yeah. So right he had some kind and, of yeah. some good little tidbits in there. Um, I think like the what I what I noticed right away in the um in the panel discussion was just that 
they they were talking a lot about like the the performance aspect like that men wouldn't necessarily look at self-care as like something to do for maintenance on their own like it was more like oh this could be like a life hack that will help increase my performance in certain areas um so that was i think that that doesn't just apply to men there's a lot of women that are very performance based i think you're one of them you know like you like to yeah, I guess like when it depends, it yeah, it depends what stage or like, you know, what's happening all around. But like, I think the, the performance stuff before was really, the, it was, I was really driven by gym and like the sort of need to reach a and the challenges. Yeah. Challenges. <laughs> the goals. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. But like, I don't know if I, I would look at the self care to be like, yeah, if I do this bedtime routine like tomorrow I'm gonna hack like all of a sudden I'm like I'm gonna be way more like I don't know efficient in in my work and whatever like I look like for me right. and maybe that just could be because of my kind of depleted state at the moment but it's more like more restorative and more calming like the self-care mm-hmm. stuff for me right now is really sort of swarm swirls around the whole like more relaxing part whereas I think their discussion was, was a lot of it was optimizing. Yeah. But that's another thing that Aubrey uh, brought up as well. It was the, um, the, uh, what's the term? Like, um, not recovery, like re, yeah, the recovery, right? So like if you're working hard at work or your brain is working hard and like do something to recover your brain and, you know, it kind of made me think about that, that brain budget. Yeah. Right? Like he was saying, like, balance it out. Like, if you go to the gym and do something to recover your muscles. Oh, yeah. He was saying, yeah, that if you're working out in the gym, that that's actually not building your muscle. The the muscle is being actually damaged or, like, your body is sort of being damaged during the workout. Right. The recovery is what you do after, and that's where you actually build up your strength and stuff. Yeah. And then it would be the same thing with the brain, right? Like, it's, if you want to, you got to push your brain, but if you keep pushing it, you're going to weaken it, right? So Mm -hmm. you got to push it and then recover like and then you're you're yeah right. yeah well they were talking also about you know what what was the driver like all of a sudden why are men sort of feeling more um able to come along on this sort of self-care journey and like the panel agreed that a lot of the time a man won't show up on his own like hey i thought i might need some self-care they're brought there by a partner mm-hmm. who's like you know I think you need to, to like come do some yoga, bro. Um, or, you know, we've been having issues in our the relationship, so you get brought to this the, um, the therapist. therapist. And then then men are starting to stick around a, little, a bit a bit more, I guess. So it's interesting because it's like I wonder what the difference is between like why why women is it do you think it's just like social expectation and stigma around like like women are more uh, yeah. feel more open to seeking like help and then now all of a sudden it seems like men are allowed to too or I th- yeah I think it's like they feel more allowed like before like you think of the fathers of those men and the fathers of those men you know like the, yeah. the generation's been softening, softening you know like, I don't want to use that word but like becoming a little more um aware vulnerable vulnerable well what he said was like radical vulnerability right it's just like you're just sort of laying it out like what are you really like what are you really needing as a person and that was the other thing he brought up too was the um, 
we talked about in another episode the you know sometimes you schedule something for yourself and I think he mentioned this as being like a really masculine or whatever I don't know I don't I feel weird being like only like I, that's what I was yeah, wondering I think, I think they were they were talking about like about, about self-care with a male perspective but I think everything applies to everyone right yeah I think it's uh yeah and yeah because he was saying them he was talking about how um uh shoot I'm losing my train of thought on it but it was about the um uh ah forget it I forget uh, it allowing yourself to I don't know you're gonna have to <laughs> come up <laughs> okay. with something it'll come back to me right. but um oh we were talking about the the feedback loop so sorry, and excuse that little brain fart or whatever those are called, but like, oh, yeah. Um, no, we were talking about in a previous episode without you ask yourself what you need. Right. Um, and sometimes you schedule things and like in his version, it was like, you know, then you feel super committed. Like you have to do it. Like I promised myself I'd go work out, bro. So I better go and do this. Yeah, it's and leg, if I stop, like, you know. It's leg day. Back. Like I can't yeah. be a, like can't be a loser and like not do leg day. But he's saying that that's important on the front end to ask yourself the question, like, is it really leg day? Like, do you really need to do this? Or maybe but, it's yoga day. Yeah, exactly. But then the other part, which we didn't talk about before, which I thought that stood out for me, was that you also, like, ask yourself after you do something, like, did it do the thing I thought it was going to do? Did it mm-hmm. bring that relaxation or did it bring that little bit of energy boost or whatever? And this is what this podcast was supposed to be, is, like, looking at different self-care practices and going what did that really bring? Like, was that just another thing on my plate or was it actually rejuvenating? But it's interesting to kind of do it more on a micro level. Like, okay, you know, this week I'm going to eat a specific clean diet. But like at the end of the week, do you feel better? Or is it just kind of more work to be like making these like really intense meals (laughs) I used to make? Like, you know, where I was going on those different diets trying to find like this magical one that was going to like turn me into... I don't know. I was trying to think of the name of the supermodel. Yeah, I, I, thought think, of. I think it's important to like stay curious uh, so that you see what works for you at the stage you're at, right? Because mm-hmm. it's something that evolves and change and your circumstances changes, your minds changes, your level of exhaustion changes, right? So if you're not curious and you keep just doing the same thing, it's not going to serve always serve the same purpose yeah so by by exploring being curious and keep exploring like different um type Solutions. of meals different type of exercise different type of yeah then you you find what what fits for you now and there's also like the the, the, the boredom factor right if you do something too much you just get bored you don't want to do it but you got to replace it with something else so it's important yeah. to keep um yeah keep keep exploring keep exploring right? The other thing that they talked about, um, I think that they did associate a bit more with sort of the masculine side of things was that um, the the people on the panel and I guess the readers of Men's Health tend to be very um, results oriented and they want a quick fix or like they want to see like results, results straight away. So um, they asked a question like, you know, when have like what do you do when people like when you fail like or like has have you ever tried something that didn't work out and then they were talking about how you know there's a lot of times where people will try something once and then be like oh that didn't work right away so forget it I'm not doing it anymore but with self-care 
it seems to be that a lot of the stuff is cumulative. Like meditation, you meditate one day, you're not all of a sudden going to be like a Zen master. Mm-hmm. So it might and, be. And it's, I think it's a set of mind that you, you know, it's not like by by like eating salad all, all week and then having a cheat day in the weekend yeah. that you you could call it self-care. That's just a diet, right? Yeah. Self-care is if you're always kind of aware of what you're eating and you'll make the decision according to what you need like right now at that moment. Yeah, uh, that's hard. Always be aware that, you know, like if you eat 20 poutine in a row, it's not going to be it's not going to be good for you, but <laughs> you have to do the math you know, there. Like if if you if you're visiting Montreal, like definitely have a poutine, right? Yeah, you got to calculate like, okay, so I'm on poutine number 19. And for all you non-Canadian um, listeners, Google poutine, it's spelled P O U T I N E. It is our national Fast food. Fish. Junk food. Not food, but it's so good when you get it at the right place, but it's yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I and I I'm trying to bring it back to the to the is there a difference? And I mean I think you're right in the end. The answer is no. Like self care, um, and kind of taking care of our like basic needs to put ourselves in a state of like mental and physical well being, it probably doesn't really it doesn't really relate to gender, but at the same time, I'm just like wondering if you know. The, maybe, the, maybe the interests will be different, right? Like yeah, like the you know the things that I you know if I'm gonna go have my bath, like you're. Correct me if I'm wrong, and you have baths secretly when I'm not around, but like you're no. not a bath guy. No, but but a, a, a jacuzzi. Like, oh yeah, we like, did have a <laughs> that, that that I'm into. Okay. <laughs> so now we have to go install a jacuzzi in the backyard. Um, but yeah, like so if there's different things that motivate based on gender, I guess maybe that's just I don't know, it's just it was just interesting to see that there there had to be still this divide and I Yeah, mean, I think there there is, but like it's the same there is with with two different people, right? Like, it's not necessarily, like, so much... Like, may, maybe, like, a woman, um, if she does a social thing with her girlfriends, it's, it's not going to be watching the football game. And the guy, like, that could be part of his self-care is, like, having guy time and watching a game, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's 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 interest-based, right? Like it's yeah. yeah. So I think two women could have, like, a different kind of definition of it and two men could have it you know for me like going to watch a football game not my self-care yeah no you know like um but yeah i th- i think as a general matter though like the because i guess because even when you could tell by the people that came up at the end of the panel to ask questions like one was about like um toxic masculinity and like how do you get over that like where it's you know we're so, I'm so like, I'm so manly, I don't need any of this, like, frou-frou, like, take care of myself, spa day bullshit, that kind of attitude and toxic masculinity is, like, super destructive in all other ways, like, um, uh, so getting over that and, like, having maybe, maybe an answer to a lot of, like, the sort of tensions in, in workplaces and, like, yeah, it, I th- I it think, could be I addressed think by men yeah. chilling the f out and like actually taking care of some of those wounds that they're maybe covering up with some like excess aggression mm-hmm. and anger and maybe like stress that is not being sort of channeled somewhere else 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's that's discussion is to be have uh, in in different aspect of of our life, you know, like at work and different aspect. And I think it's even with the Me Too movement, it's about that, you know, it's about changing men. And, you don't and have to keep up this like yeah. this role, this like. I, th- I think the, ne- the next generation will be a lot more like honest to themselves and not performing that. Blah blah blah. Men, yeah. men act that uh, that's from the frat house, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty interesting. Is there anything from that um, panel discussion that you are going to take out of there, like to try this week, or was there I, anything new? I, I, I might read um, this guy's Aubrey's book. book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Think, yeah. Own the day, own your life. Yeah, I think it's like it, he talks about balancing things and stuff. Or, okay. So we'll see what he has to say in this book, right? Can we listen to it on audiobook so that we can listen to it together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is uh, it only well, for boys, the book? Uh, <laughs> is no. there a big picture of him like flexing his muscles on let, the cover? <laughs> I want to see. Uh, yeah, he's flexing his I'm muscles. I'm judging the book by a cover, so let me just... Oh, to... he is flexing yeah. his muscles. And he's showing his tattoos. He's such a dude. Why didn't he just like... Put a lotus flower on the front or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay, so, but, then he's, brand, but then he's marketing. But again, it's being, ah, I wonder. Yeah, well, he's marketing to men, but like if, if the men have to, to listen to it. Yeah, I guess. In the first place. And so the title was Own Your Day, Own Your Life, Optimize Practices for Waking, Work. Working, Learning, Eating, Training, Playing, playing s and, dot 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 there's like way more <laughs> way more yeah we don't have the end of okay yeah, yeah. well that could be interesting so let's see and i'm gonna listen to it and see if it applies to there's a 11 hour version of it or there's a 41 minute of it okay so let's go for summary uh to see if <laughs> if it's <laughs> we want to get the full version no right. <laughs> all right okay well that sounds good let's uh let's see let's see what that what it takes to own our life Right. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Thanks, babe. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. And that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. And Philip and I just discussed what we're going to do this week to prep for next week because we're going to be on top of it this time instead of recording at 10 p.m. on a Sunday. So in this episode, we watched a panel discuss men's self-care stuff. And one of the things that one of the guys said was cold showers being incorporated. And so I Googled during the panel and I read about cold showers and I want to try this as a self-care practice. Are you with me? Did you start hot and then no, cold? No, no. just go cold don't right be, away? Don't be a wuss. You got to go cold right away. Can you do it? Yeah. Okay. So what's the benefit? We're going to find that out. And then we're going to talk about it next week on the pod. So um, stay tuned. We're going to get chilly over here. And, and stay warm in the meantime. <laughs> you guys stay warm. We'll get not warm. And uh, yeah, take Isn't care. It? Bedtime routine shower no. or morning routine <laughs> Let shower? Let me wrap this up and we'll discuss further. Okay, guys. Take care of yourselves. Uh, bye. Yeah.